Amen. Our God reigns. Amen. 22-23, we all know for a fact our God, and He is our God. Amen. He reigns. He reigns. Amen. Well, it's good to be here on this morning once again in this uh, 2023, and I'm excited what this uh, year holds for each and every one of us as God's people. Uh, you know, the devil's people, man, they don't have nothing to look forward to. Uh, but we as God's people, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, we have a lot to look forward to. If you got your Bibles, I want you to find your place in 2 Chronicles chapter uh, number 15. 2 Chronicles chapter number 15. And uh, at the end of this sermon, uh, I've uh, called brother, or text Brother Hoots and uh, I told him, I said, you know, this is, uh, I'm thankful for the privilege and the honor to be able to preach in your pulpit here at East River, but this is your pulpit. And I said, I'd love to be able to uh, have some words that you might want to give to the congregation as the pastor. And so uh, he did, and I've got those printed out. And I'm going to end this sermon with a little bit of Brother Hoots' sermon for you guys this morning, all right? And so I'm going to conclude with that on this morning, and I will uh, make mention of that as I end the service on this morning once again, but I do want to say Happy New Year and uh, Texas style. Of course, in the South, it stands uh, for collard greens. Can I hear amen on that? Black eyed peas. How many of y'all eat black eyed peas? Raise your hand. Oh, God bless. Amen. I love black eyed peas. Uh, and one of my favorite things is cornbread. And I don't know if you can be from the South and not like cornbread. But here in Texas, man, uh, there's a Texas style that we had to get used to from Kentucky. And man, it's tacos, tamales, and brisket, and Tex-Mex, and all the great uh, foods like that. And man, I'm thankful to be part of the really South. Just like the little boy said, where did, was Jesus born? Texas. <laughs> Amen. It's good to be in Texas. Amen. Uh, but someone said the South, it stands for God, grits, and guns. And you know, I love all three. I really do. I'm trying to learn, I uh, love to, to, uh, love grits. And I'm going to try it a little bit with a little bit more butter this time. But God, guns, and grits. Amen. And another year has passed. Can you believe it? And as I look back, I am thankful for 2022. God has blessed us in so many ways. And we need to make sure we're always mindful of what He has done. Some of you, uh, Brother Lauren and Miss Bianca, they had a baby in 2022. Some of us had blessings. I know my life has changed the last seven months. Um, my son told me last night uh, uh, about 10 o'clock, 1030, uh, when we went to bed and he said, you know, Dad, this year, uh, 2022, it started out really rough, didn't it? And I said, man, it did. It was a, it was a rocker for us. But I tell you what, the last seven months of meeting you people and meeting Brother Hoots that's watching right now, it's really ended this year really well. And I'm so thankful to be able to meet you all as my family now, and I'm thankful for that. But you know, they ought to be a reflection over uh, 2022, and you wonder, uh, was you successful? Was you uh, a great way to measure the greatness 
of last year is looking at reflecting on your life. And uh, I put down is God, was God pleased with your uh, life in 2022? And you know, uh, God's children should have a daily determination to do those things that are right and to abstain from those things that are wrong. How did God look at your life last year? Am I saved and serving or saved and slacked? Did you slack a little bit in 2022? You know, sometimes we do, uh, do don't we? We got to get it right. Get it right. 2023, this is the first day of it. It's a clean slate for everybody in this room this morning. We got a clean slate ahead of us. Did you trust? Was you hopeful or was you doubtful and fearful? In 2022, was you obedient? Was you peaceful? Or was you disobedient and distressed? You know, God wants our lives uh, to be both happy and productive this new year. I've got, I've got many uh, things that I'd love to be able to achieve, uh, love to be able to uh, do uh, this year coming up in 2023. Uh, as of right now, I'd like to achieve some things this year, but I want to make sure that God is in every step of that way. You know, I don't know, Brother Clark, what this new year will hold. I don't. I don't. I don't know uh, what's going to hold for our country. I don't know what's going to hold for the world as we got uh, so many things going on with China and uh, Russia and all the things that's going on with uh, uh, North Korea. I don't know what's going to happen in our country. Uh, and I, I'm not for sure for all those things that's going on. But three things that we can be assured of this morning. Number one, God will still be God. Can I hear amen? God still will be God. Number two, Satan will still be active in 2023. We know that. And then if you was in here for Sunday school this morning, Brother Clark taught on this, grace will still be sufficient in 2023. Amen. Well, I tell you what, uh, I want you to look at your text this morning in Second Chronicles chapter number 15. Second Chronicles chapter number 15, verses number 1. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet one more time, stretch your legs, and uh, say hallelujah or something. But no, amen, amen, hallelujah. Second uh, Chronicles chapter number 15, verses number 1, the Bible says, And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you, here we go, while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, what does the Bible say? He will forsake you. That's right. Verse number three, now for a long season, Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. 
I'm going to tell you something, guys. We don't need no more just these preachers that's off these streets. We need some teaching preachers. We need some people that will still teach what thus saith the word of the Lord. Too many people are uh, coming in and they're just uh, filling a pulpit for a paycheck. I'm so thankful for preachers out there that are preaching this book and teaching this book. We don't need no more of these. And they said, and without... A teaching priest. Wow. The Bible says in verse 4, But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel, and sought Him, He was found of them. And in those times there was no peace to Him that went out, nor to Him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And nation was destroyed of nation. And city of city. For God did vex them with all adversity. Our text verse this morning is in verse number 7. It caught my eye. And these three things, I'm going to give you three things this morning and I'll be finished. But all three things are found in this one verse that he had for Asa. And he said this. He said, let's read it together. Be ye strong therefore, and let not your hands be weak. For your work shall be rewarded and you may be seated this morning. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you'll help me as I preach your word. Lord, help me to fill this pulpit. Lord, this morning, and um, Lord, get me out of the way. And Lord, I pray that your word will be preached. And Lord, the saints, uh, Lord, be edified. Lord, they be encouraged. And Lord, uh, we will uh, be able to be encouraged in you this morning. And help us this year as a church at, here at East River Baptist Church. Lord, uh, number one, get our pastor healthy again. Lord, we ask your help for that. I pray that you'll be with him and his dear wife. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you'll uh, get him back healthy again. Get him back here in the pulpit. And Lord, I pray, uh, number one, that you'll be with him. But Lord, I pray, Lord, as revival is coming up next week, Lord, as it's already been said, I pray that our hearts, Lord, you'll work on our hearts, help it be moldable. Lord, to, for us to change our life the way you want it to be molded and changed. Lord, we give you all the honor and praise for it all. Be a Miss, uh, Miss uh, Byer this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. As we enter this new year, I am not all about new uh, year resolutions. But I am all about the word resolve. You know, we need to have a steadfast uh, resolve concerning what we believe and our willingness to pay the price for standing firmly. You know, we live in an ever-changing world, as you all know, and we see every day this world is changing. Uh, from them, the cross-dressers, to the transgenders, that's, uh, the, to the drag queens, to be able to uh, read to our school-aged children uh, uh, storybooks. It's a shame in our country. It's a shame in our country. It's ever-changing of what's going on. They're trying to take away everything. And it's, it's amazing to me to see so many churches that are very quiet. People of our day are questioning their values. A value is something that you believe in and hold very dear to your heart. And you know, I, I personally do not question uh, uh, every value that I've ever been taught. I don't, I don't personally do that. You know, right is still right. 
Wrong is still wrong this morning and sin is still sin this morning and the Bible is still the final authority no matter what the world says. People of our day are questioning their values. People are changing today their ways of thinking about the Bible and the God of the Bible. They're, they're always changing and trying to learn some new thing and they're uh, getting so used to the dark and the things that are dark out in this world and the science of our day is trying to get rid of creation and everything that we believe in and why we, what we hold true today and there's got to be a people to stand up and say no. 2023 ought to be a year For us to be able to stand, for us to not let our hands be weak. And the Bible says, for your work shall be rewarded. Let's look at this real quickly. I want you to think about uh, the time period here in Asa's life. We see that the southern northern kingdoms, they have split. We see that the northern kingdom, it had over 19 kings. All of them were bad. Not one of the kings of those 19 were even good at all. We see that Rehoboam in the southern kingdom, he was bad. He was Asa's great-grandpa. Uh, and then there was, uh, was uh, Abijah, I believe, was next uh, unto him. And we see that... Uh, the prophet Azariah, uh, he had come, and we see that, uh, I think it was, I, I'm trying to look at my notes real quick, Rehoboam, he served 17 years, uh, and he was actually the grandfather, grandfather, that's right, great-grandfather. And then uh, we have Abijah, his father, and they were both bad kings. Abijah, he served three years, he was a bad king. And then there was a young man by the name of Asa. Asa was the first king out of that bunch. Uh, there was about five of the 20 kings that was out of southern kingdom that were good kings. And Asa was one of the first ones that brought revival back to the land. I want you to notice in chapter number 14 very quickly, uh, uh, we see Abijah, he is uh, uh, dying, and he's sleeping with his fathers, the Bible says. So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David, and Asa his son reigned in his stead. In the, uh, his days, the land was quite ten years. Notice verse 2. Verse 2 says, And Asa did that which was what? Good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Y'all, Asa, he wanted to do something for God. God was working through Asa. And there was a great revival that happened through the reign of King Asa. And God used this man in a great way. And verse number 3, the Bible says, For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places and break down the images and cut down the groves. Notice this. And commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and uh, to do the law and the commandment. We see a road to revival here. You know, he says, first of all, in verse number 7, Azariah, he tells, he uh, wants Asa be strong. And I ask you this morning, as East River Baptist Church, your pastor, uh, Brother Hoops, this morning, he asked you for the church to be strong. 
Not because he's just away getting healed up. But he asked that each and every one of the families here, he wants you to be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the things of God. Asa, he had a lot of reforming to do. Asa, he had a great task before him. And he exhorts, the prophet exhorts Asa to do this work and of reform and great, with great earnestness. And we uh, here this morning will not accomplish very much in the Lord if we are not fervent in our work. He said, be strong. You know, we need some men to stand up and be prayer warriors again. You know, uh, revival is, it's hard to have revival. It's a, a, a lot of times, it's a old rocky road, uphill battle. It's unpaved. Man, it, it's an uphill road. And man, a revival is not easy. And revival is uh, ready to happen in our church next week. And I guarantee if Brother Hoots was here this morning, as he is in spirit, as he's watching, I guarantee he would want you to urge you uh, to get your hearts ready for next week, for revival coming up. We need a revival. We need to be revived again. We need something like this to get us going in 2023 uh, to be able to keep on moving for God. He wants you to be strong and God wants you to be strong. We need some people to get a hold of God again. I was uh, thinking, I read something the other day about a, a captain. And as the storm raged, the captain realized his ship was sinking fast and he called out, anyone here knows how to pray? And a pastor on board he stepped forth and, uh, forth and he said, Captain, I know how to pray. And he said, good. <laughs> good, said the captain. You pray uh, while the rest of us put on our life jackets. We're just one short. You'll get that in a minute. Amen. <laughs> we need some people to know how to pray. Amen. Some of you men, you wonder if you were successful, that you're successful well. There was a man that went to a crocodile farm. Man, he was in that cage and they were throwing chicken out. And man, those crocodiles, it was filled with water. Man, uh, they were coming up and they were grabbing the chicken. They were jumping up on the cage. And this man of the owner, he made a, he said, he made a proposal and he said, if any man will jump off and swim to shore, I'm going to give the first man a million dollars. Everybody got quiet. Nobody was going to jump out. But all of a sudden, there's a man that jumped out into the water, landed on the crocodiles. The crocodiles was grabbing him. He was swimming frantically to shore. And he made it to shore. And that man presented him. He said, man, you're so brave. Here is a million dollars. Man shaking. He went back to his hotel. And one of the guys grabbed him. And he said, man, that was something brave that you did. Man, you jumped right out of there and swam against those crocodiles. And man, and he said, man, I didn't jump. Somebody pushed me. <laughs> and his wife was in the background and she smiled. <laughs> Behind every successful man, there is a woman. Amen. You men, a lot of you, you were successful because you've got a great wife. You ladies, you're successful because you've got a great husband that loves you. 
make 2023 the best year. Hey, man, we ought to love our families. We got to love our spouses. We got to love each other. We got to love the church. We got to love our pastor, Brother Hoots, and his dear wife. And we got to love our Savior. We got to love this book. This book that we hold in our hands. Is this book a fairy tale? It's not, is it? Or you people wouldn't be here this morning. This book is real. Every single word. From cover to cover, this book is real. It's the Holy Word of God. And we've got to fall in love with this book again. Revival is going to be preached from this book. And I don't know what chapter or what book they'll be in from Genesis all the way to Revelation, but they'll be preaching from this book. And we've got to love to be able to hear it, to apply it, to make us guide our lives. And that's what revival is all about. He he says, he tells King Asa, number one, I want you to be strong. I want you to be strong in the Lord. And we got to do that in our lives. We need some men and some women to say, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to be strong in the Lord again. Then he says, be strong therefore, comma. And he says, let not your hands be weak, is what the Bible says. Let not your hands be weak. The word weak this morning has much meaning. Part of that meaning is to let fall, to withdraw, or to abandon. Now think about this. What is the prophet trying to tell Asa, King Asa here? He's telling Asa, the prophet is exhorting him here to not quit in his efforts or abandon his efforts or withdraw his efforts or let fall his efforts or just uh, and let his hands be weak in his efforts to clean up the land, but to be steadfast. He was wanting Asa to be determined of what he was ready to do. Are you determined for 2023? What do you got? What, what, what has God got planned for East River Baptist Church? I think it's great things. I think, uh, you young people, what does God have plans for you? Do you think that God just has, well, I don't know what I want to do with them. Uh, those young people, I don't know who they're going to marry. I don't know what they're going to... No, God knows our lives. Yeah, he knows. He's got plans for us. Young man, uh, what is your name? Is it Carson? Carson, I want you to stand up. How old are you, Carson? Nine. Nine years old. you got a good handshake. Carson, I want you to look at these people. Carson, God's got a plan for you. Yeah, that's good. Who told you that? My dad. Man, that's good. Thank you for telling your son that. You know where your dad got that from? His parents. That's very good. He does have good godly parents. Are they here? Yes. Where are they at? Over there. Yeah, there they are. Wonder where they got it from. I don't know, maybe from their parents. I don't know, but it had to come from the Bible. Somewhere. And you could be seen. Thank you. But God's got plans for you. Every one of you young people, God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for your life. Hey, you older ones, you grandpas and grandmas, hey, life is not over. The fat lady has not sung yet. It's not over. God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan. He's not done with you, Brother Oakley. Or he would have sent you on, on, on home to be with him. It's not over. 
He's got a plan. Brother Hoots uh, is listening this morning. He's got plans for Brother Hoots. He, uh, Brother Hoots, it's amazing the victory in Miss Cooper. If you're listening, he's got plans for you. I can't wait to hear her sing again. I love that mercy and grace. Man, I cannot wait to hear Brother Hoots' voice again. I've been texting him and that's it. Maybe once a, I've been leaving him alone. I can't wait to hear his voice. I, I, I'm almost just, I, I can't wait to hear it. Go through this ear, not out the other. <laughs> I'm like, I, I listen to it and go to my heart, amen? <laughs> I can't wait. But God's got plans for us. God's got plans. And I'm wondering this morning, do you see it? Are you steadfast? And he says, let not your hands be weak. Right now, the time for East River Baptist churches, uh, church and churches everywhere across the world, our hands cannot be weak during this time. And that's why we've got to hold on to each other. That's why we've got to be in unity. But that's why we've got to stay close to the Lord God Almighty. He says, Asa, he says, your fathers were bad. Asa, I need you to cut down the groves. Asa, I need you to put a reform on the land. They, the people of Judah, the, uh, the northern kingdom was Israel, and the southern kingdom was Judah. And Judah, he said, Judah's got to come back to me. And Asa, you've got to stand up. Asa, you can be that king. Asa, there's nothing in you, but there's everything in me. Asa, you are weak, but I am strong. Asa, I can help you bring revival in this land again, but you have to pay close attention to me. Asa, we can do this together. And I'm going to tell you something here this morning. I'm telling you, they say that, hey, uh, God is dead. And God is not dead. God is still alive. And God is still alive in 2023, just as He was in the past. And God still wants to do something great. Here at East River Baptist Church. Get this. I love this part. Through you people. God, even through me, yes, even through you. You little ones, God, through us, oh yes, through you. Everybody. He said, I want you to be strong. I want you to be faithful, letting all your hands be weak. I want you to not quit. I've said this before, I say it again. There was a time when Muhammad Ali, he was fighting that fight down in Thrill of Manila. Man, he was getting hit like he always does. I did, and man, he was getting hit. He got knocked down. A lot of people uh, uh, said that he lost that fight. They was going to lose. He wasn't going to come back up. And all of a sudden, I don't know what round it was, but he came back and he won that fight, Brother Lauren. Everybody thought it was an upset. And they asked him the question. They said, what happened to you? The bell. Uh, they thought it was over. But what happened to you in that corner? He said this. He said, I went to the well one more time. Here in 2023, it's going to not be easy for everybody. There's going to be hardships. Even at my life in 2022, my life was a disaster the first couple months. It was like there was a hurricane Harvey in my life. And I just kept on my knees. 
I kept asking God, God, help me. God, lead me. There were some times that I, I didn't know how to even walk again. And some of you and Brother Hoots helped me be able to stand back up. And then uh, when we moved here and came to church here in the month of June, God, he was, there was sunshine coming, raining in. Man, I could stand up again and learn how to walk again. And I'm telling you, there is going to be some hardships in 2023. We've had some people in this church pass away in 2022. But I got to see a lot of you people. Y'all brought soups over to that family. Seems like y'all take care of people when they're down and out. That's what I've learned about East River. When a missionary's down and out, it seems like... uh, East River Baptist Church, we take care of people like that. I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be probably some people here, maybe some of our family members. 2023 is going to have some blows. But don't you give up. You go to the Lord again. Over and over again. Don't let life knock you out. Don't let the devil get the victory. You keep rising up again and waking up in the morning and giving glory back to God and saying, God, here I am. God, here I am. Come and use me today. And God, I'm telling you what, from the throne of heaven, He will do a work in your life and He will make that sun shine again. And then last but not least, He says this. He says, be ye strong therefore and let not your hands be weak. He says this. For your work shall be what? Rewarded. God's not going to forget what we're doing for Him. God's got, He's got something on the other side. Christian, don't don't get faint hearted. Don't get discouraged. Tell my children all the time, man, life, it does give its blows. Don't get disheartened that. We get cancer. We get uh, heart di- diseases. We get all kinds of uh, things that happen in our lives. But, hey, we got to look for the focus, the main purpose in our life. And that is glorifying God and serving Him with our life. And we got to look at the purpose in life and be assured that there's going to be a reward behind us. There's a young little baseball team it was a little t-ball team and man coaches pitched they were they was uh, the first inning it was almost like 35 to 40 to nothing and there's a man that was standing by the dugout and there's a, a little boy named johnny and johnny he was on the uh, as far as what the eye could see the losing team Brother Doug, he was excited in that dugout. He was saying, man, I mean, he was excited. He was waving his arm. He was clapping his hands. He was so encouraged. But his team was losing 35 to nothing. And the, the, the guy, he just, he was puzzled by, he didn't know if this boy, what's wrong with this boy? Born in Kentucky or what, you know? And he asked the boy, he said, son, son. Don't you know that you are losing 35 to nothing? And you're in here excited. What are you excited about? Without a beat, he said, just wait and see. We haven't batted yet. (laughs) 
I'm going to tell you something. It looks bad. The devil has done a number on so many church families. The devil is working overtime on our youth. And yes, it looks like we're losing 2022. Yes, it looks like we're losing in America. Yes, it looks like the world is coming to an end. Yes, it looks like, hooray, the devil's got everything just like he did on the cross. When Jesus was on the cross, hey, the devil thought he won. But on that third and glorious day, Jesus Christ arose from that grave, didn't he? Hey, I'm going to tell you all these people that's all we're for all the gay genders and all the things in America, these old uh, sleazy politicians, all these people, they said that they're winning. Hey, they say, man, uh, hey, America, we've got this thing. And it looks like we Christians are losing. But God's going to come up to bat. And they haven't seen nothing yet. They haven't seen, we have not seen nothing yet. Jesus Christ has something for us. Do you believe that man? He does. I'm glad you're here this morning. Good to see your smile. God's got something for us. There's a reward waiting for us. He says, Asa, I need you to be strong. I need you to make sure don't let your hands be weak. And then he says, there's a reward too. Each and every one of you, there's a reward that's waiting for us. Can you imagine one day when we pass from this life to the next to really see what eternity is really going to be like? I'm going to end it here. Uh, this morning, our pastor said this, and I thought it was so good. He says to you, A year has quickly passed us by, and a new one is now upon us. Because our God is eternal and everlasting, He has chosen to use time to mark the life of men and women. These marks are called years, months, weeks, days, and minutes. And I love this part. As you reach down and touch the passing water in a moving stream, such are the moments in life you will touch neither again. Seize upon the moments that life gives you this year Moments with your loved ones, with your church family, and with your lost friends and loved ones. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Whatever those seasons may bring this year, either to be enjoyed or endured, there will be a purpose in them. Do we believe that? We do. As a church family, let us choose to glorify our God in these seasons and moments. Godspeed, Pastor Hoots. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. I want to ask you to just take a moment of uh, reflection real quickly. Just close your eyes as you stand there. Just a moment of reflection very quickly. 
I want you to think about 2022. I want you to think about the blessings. I want you to think about all the things that Satan tried to blow on your life. But you're here this morning. I want you to think about all the victories. I want you to praise God for the things He is doing. And what I'm going to ask of you as we're getting ready for this New Year's, it's here. And as we're trying to get our pastor back in the pulpit again, with the help of God, as our church is getting ready for a revival, as the preachers are coming, as God's preparing their hearts, their message, you know those messages are going to be for us. What I'd like to do, we're going to end this service. What I'd like to do is for each and every one, I want you to walk out of your pew into these back aisles here. And I'd like to see if we can make a circle around this church right here this morning. And I want us to be able to hold hands and we're going to dismiss in prayer. We're going to pray for these three things. The revival, we're going to pray for our dear pastor. And we're going to pray this new year in as it's here. I'm going to ask everybody, please, uh, step out of your pew. I'm going to ask you to come, uh, get on these walls. A lot of uh, churches do this, uh, especially during revival time. We need God to visit with us, don't we? We need God to visit with us. You can spread out, yes. We've got enough people to, ain't this a blessing? We have enough people to be able to surround this whole auditorium. I'm going to ask you to come this way, come this way. Stretch out. Brother Wise, I'm going to hold your hand for a second, all right? Amen. (laughs) Brother Brent, I want you to pray for Brother Hoots. I want you to pray for the revival, work on our hearts. But I want you to pray for 2023 for our dear church here and what we our purpose is here. And I'm going to let you uh, dismiss us in prayer. After he dismisses, God bless you. Happy New Year to everyone here. Uh, Happy New Year. Brother Brent, you go right ahead.